And what's good, y'all? What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode, second time this weekend, of the Amatelica TIS podcast with your host, yours truly, Jai Shields. Got a jam-packed, busy show for you this time around. We did the NFL uh, previous show. This show, we, it will be all focused on the 2019 MLB postseason as Game 162 uh commences today uh, quite a few games already with uh final scores and but I'll get you all set up and situated with uh, the 2019 MLB postseason and how that's going to pan out and I give you my predictions of the postseason that is yet to be played in the month of October wild card games are uh, are Tuesday and Wednesday off off day uh, tomorrow of course and then the divisional series starts uh, this this upcoming weekend, this Thursday and Friday, and we'll be well into the thick of postseason play uh, come this time next week. But first, let me uh, just uh, give you a little recap of the 2019 NFL season in a nutshell. Uh, we'll go by div- we'll go by division, American League first, and we'll go to National League, uh, and I'll give you a, basically a little synopsis. Of every of pretty much every team, and then we'll get to the ones that qualified to play in the tournament. Uh, New York Yankees they finish a hundred hundred and three and fifty nine. Uh, they had a they had, their run differential was plus two oh four. They finished with a home record of fifty seven and twenty four, and an away record of forty six and thirty five. They ended up winning the American League East on this day by six games. Ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays, who went ninety six and sixty five, uh, had a run differential of plus one eighteen, and were forty forty eight and thirty three in that dump that is the that is uh, Tropicana Field, and were and were forty eight and thirty two away from St Pete, Florida. Boston Red Sox, they were coming off of a uh, World Series, they were coming off of a dominant and impressive 2018 World Series season, uh, beating the Dodgers uh, in the in last year's Fall Classic. This year, they're, uh, you know, pretty much had the same pieces as they had last year, but for whatever the reason, they, they just, it they just couldn't get it together. They were all they struggled at the beginning of the season. They turned it on a little bit and then they struggled. They were up and down and up and down and up and down. They were an up and down roller coaster type ball club. 
And to be quite honest with you, you know, this is a team that really needed to pick and choose whether they wanted to keep on sputtering out at the wrong times or a team that wanted to put their head down, no cigarettes, don't grind out ball games, and and they and able to win a few. They are they are eighty three and seventy eight at the time I'm recording this. They are currently tied in the bottom of the eighth inning, four four against my Baltimore Orioles, like anybody cares. But still, so they're gonna have a plus five hundred season anyway. But they are, but they obviously they didn't make the playoffs, and they by v- winning the division, and of course they had to be better than the Oakland A's who were ninety seven and sixty five, and their division rival Rays who were ninety six and sixty five, with their game still yet to be decided, at the time I'm recording this. But the Red Sox were really an up and down team, slow, slow, pitiful start to begin the 2019 season. And they just never, ever, ever really got into a full flow of things. Mookie Betts, hit, Mookie Betts hit hitting in the two hitting in the two eighties. You know that's good, but for Mookie, but for Mookie Betts, but for Mookie Betts, that's not that's not up to that's not up to standard for him. Uh, Devers, he, Devers. I mean, he. I mean, three oh eight, thirty two. He had a good season, but still. Uh, the uh, Xander Bogarts, three hundred nine. So they had like quite a few good seasons from their from their start, you know, from the key points. But they needed a big season on Mookie Betts. They didn't get it. JD Martin. I mean, so they had they have had a decent season. I mean, they won eighty six games. They're not a they're not a terrible ball club, but the inconsistency is what came back to bite this team. Come back and bite this team when it's all said and done. So they're out. They're not playing in this year's uh, postseason tournament. And 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 this is no new narrative for Red Sox fans. Two thousand fourteen, they finished in last place after winning the World Series in two thousand thirteen. So this is a team that that World Series hangover really, you know, really. It's it's not a myth. If it's according to the Boston Red Sox, because that that does have some validity to it, because every because I think there's now back to back times where the Boston Red Sox have won the World Series and the next year not even make the playoffs. Now, now it wasn't as bad as it was in 2013 when they had a sub, or 2014 when he had a sub 500 record. But still, I mean, Red Sox fans do not do not want to. It's eighty three and seventy eight, while the Yankees are one hundred three and fifty nine. Is not acceptable. Then that's just the bottom line. Rays after winning about ninety ninety one games last year, uh, just barely missing the postseason, got themselves together, and it's just a quirky quirky team, you know, dealing with the. And this is a team that really has a lot to be proud of. Because this is a team that during its season had to deal with talks about them possibly moving to Montreal, splitting time between Tampa and Montreal, had a lot of outside distractions out of course alongside with the idea that they play in that garbage of a stadium. They get little to no fan support when when uh you know, during their games, when they play the when they play the Yankees or the Red Sox or even the Orioles for that matter. They get outnumbered. They get outnumbered by. They get outnumbered by the opposing team's fan base. So this is a team that had a lot of adversity, and it was going to be difficult for them to put together back-to-back ninety-plus win seasons. But somehow, some way, the Tampa Bay Rays overcame all that, and they're ninety-six and sixty-five, and then they're ninety-six and sixty-five, uh, playing in the American League wild card game, 
and look and uh, looking at a chance to uh, if they beat uh, Oakland, they could look they could look at an opportunity of playing the number one seed Houston, who locked up the one seed with one with uh, 106 wins and 55 losses. Meanwhile, the Toronto Blue Jays, you know, just uh, be quick with the lat, you know, with the teams that aren't in it. Uh, Blue Jays rebuilding year got a little bit of excitement, a little bit of hype, a little bit of buzz around the ball club because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is on the team. But it isn't basketball; you need more than one player to put together a winner. Orioles, you know, they I mean, fifty four one oh seven wasn't as bad as forty seven and one fourteen whatever whatever or whatever the. Forty-seven and uh, hey, let, hey, let's let's have some let's have some fun here. Let's ask Siri uh, how many losses the Baltimore Orioles have in two thousand and eighteen. Hey Siri, how many losses did the Orioles have in two thousand and eighteen? The Orioles finished at forty-seven and one hundred fifteen. That's so, first place. In the- so you know they didn't finish forty-seven and one fifteen again. So it's an so record wise, it's an improvement from last year, but it was it was not that doesn't necessarily mean that the seeds was necessarily prettier or better, not and not just going off of record. Yes, they won fifty. Yes, they got games in the mid. Well, they won games in the mid fifties, but still, I mean, set, setting a major league record for the most home runs given up in a season. I mean, and and your pitching is the equivalent of a li- of a little league uh, rotation. That's not something to be proud of. Okay, so I just so don't sit up here and give me. I have no patience for that. I'll, Orioles, let me know when you guys start winning eight. You know, let me know when you guys go eighty three and seventy eight again, and and work your way up back to the top. Until then. I love the Orioles, but I'm loving them from a distance because the, because I can't because me as a fan knowing better and expecting better and different results have higher standards than 54 and 107. That's just the bottom line. It's with the Central Twins, hundred one 101 games, lost 61 of them. Had a run differential of plus 185. Was 46 and 35 at Target Field, 56. Or excuse me, 55 and 26 away from Target Field. They they played better on the road than they did at home, uh, and this is a, basically a team that fell on its that that essentially fell on its face uh, in 2018 after winning 80 something games and making the wild card game, and only for them to uh, get absolutely beat by the New York Yankees in the 2017 wild card game, and they have their second winning season in three seasons. And this team really, from the start of the season, just came out guns blazing. They they pitched, they they hit. Obviously, Nelson Cruz was a played a big part of the played a big part of their offense. And this team, you know, sneak very sneaky, sneakily, if that's even a word, sneakily won a hundred and one games and 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 took and stole the division from the Cleveland Indians. Meanwhile, the Indians, as I bring them up. They, they uh, are they are ba- are practically last year's Tampa Bay Rays, uh, uh, a team in the American League to win ninety plus games but miss the postseason. The Cleveland Indians, uh, ninety three and sixty nine, 
won't play in the 2018 uh, MLB postseason. Uh, lost out to the last spot to the uh, Toronto Ray by the uh, Tampa Bay Rays by three games. Rays won 96 games. Indians won 93. Uh, and this is just the team that that. I mean, you could question selling Kluber at the deadline, not Kluber, um, Bauer at the deadline. I mean, and then with Cookie Carrasco going with his cancer, I mean, it was it was a lot on the franchise on a team that's window was closing and closing fast, and this team and this franchise and their fans are going to rue the day when they blew a three-one lead to the Cubs three years ago in the World Series, and. Them obviously blowing a 2-0 lead in the ALDS to the Yankees two years ago when Lind when uh, when when uh, Lindor and Jay Bruce practically almost had anything, almost had the series over and then the and then the uh, the Indians starting pitching falls all over themselves and allows the Yankees to take full control of the series, come back down 2-0 and absolutely knock them out the postseason. And that was the year when the Indians had had best record in the American League and had that historical 20-something game win streak that everybody was all up in arms about and they were one and done in the playoffs. But this is a team that I mean, end, ends the season losing five straight games. I mean, as of right now, the Indians, yeah, the, the Indians lost lost to the lost to the Nationals eight to two, and uh, you know, lose the season losing five games straight. Had a plus one twelve run differential with forty nine and thirty two at home, forty four and thirty seven on the road. And if you're the Cleveland Indians, it, it, it's a it's a very disappointing, gut wrenching way to end your season. Winning ninety three games and still missing the playoffs, White White Sox, uh, you know, rebuilt. What do you expect from them? Seventy two eighty nine. Kansas City expected the same thing. Fifty nine a one hundred three rebuilding team. Anybody, nobody's gonna, no one's gonna say boo in Kansas City. They made back to back World Series. They won one of them, and then in their other sport, they got the they got one of the best quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes. So Kansas City, so they're gonna give Royals a break, and Ned Yost is retiring. So the so the Royals fans won't won't say boo. Okay, they they'd like a winner soon, but unlike the Orioles, they are not. Chopping at the bit necessarily in eager beaver and and uh, at the brink of craziness, dying for a winner because they had one because they had one four years ago. No, not excuse me, not four years ago. Was it four years ago? Yeah, four years ago, and and they capitalized on their short window of opportunity, and that's basically all all you can ask for. Detroit out tanked the Orioles this season. They have the worst record in all of baseball at 47-114. Team stinks, utter abomination, a major league worse, minus 333 run differential. We're 22 and 59 at home and 25 and 55 away from Comerica Park. That team stinks. We uh, give the kiss of death to the 2019 uh, Detroit Tigers. In the American League West, Astros won the division, clinched uh, number one seed in the American League. 106-55 for them. Uh, had a plus 277 run differential. We're 60-21 and 21 
at Minute Maid Park, 46 and 34. Only, only though, which is a huge drop off considering that you won 60 of your 106 games or at home. Uh, but I mean, what can you say? Hitting got, I mean, Bregman, who deserves to get MVP anyways. I don't, a Trout didn't play the full season. That's item one, two Trout didn't even hit over 300. That's item, that's the second thing. And, th and, and, uh, and third and third thing, I'm sick and tired of the writers placating the Mike Trout because he, because he exceeds on some dopey, Dopey, sabermetrical, analytical stat that only the only the uh, geeks have nothing else better to do with their lives know about. Okay, I, what I care about is batting average, home runs, RBIs, stolen bases, runs scored, uh, stolen bases. I care about that that the you know the bread and butter stats, the stats that win ball games. Okay. And I get it. It's and I get it. It's not like basketball, where one player can take over a team, or even football for that matter. Where, as long as Brady is on the Patriots, they're going to win. But, it, but still, Trout has to take some heat f f for the idea that outside of one time in his major league career, the t the uh, the team the the team loses about eighty to ninety plus games. I don't care who the manager is. I don't care who the starting pitching and Shohei Otani and all that's a bunch of nonsense. Okay, I I can't I can't sit up here as a baseball fan who commits themselves to the sport and watches it during most of the summer nights, night in and night out, and read the papers and and keep up and follow the sport. I can't sit up here and follow the sport, and and when you have three teams in the American League that won over a hundred games. All of them by five games or more. I can't sit up here and then give and then turn around and say, say the most valuable player in the American League is Mike Trout because he's the best player in the sport. Yet his team was seventy two and eighty nine and was thirty and lost it and was out of the division by thirty four games and and their season was practically finished by the All Star game. I can't do that, okay? We know Mike Trout's the best player in the sport, but ain't but he's not that valuable to the Angels when he loses 89 when his team com repeatedly loses 89 games a year. He's not please, let's calm down on Mike Trout a little bit, okay? He's not the LeBron James of Major League Baseball. He's not the Patrick Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers, or the Tom Brady of Major League Baseball. Okay, he he contain he he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, and a phenomenal Hall of Fame potential talent. But let's quit acting like that that uh, Mike Trout is is Mickey Mantle or or DiMaggio because he isn't. Okay, DiMaggio and Mantle played in the World Series and 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 played for championships. They 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 were they were the ones that was on teams that won 103, 101, 106, 97, 93, 96 games a year. Mike Trout has played in one postseason in his major league career, and and he and his team spit bit in the game, had best record in the American League, and then fell flat on their face to the eighty eight win Kansas City Royals and got swept in three games. So please, come November, you know, in between Veterans Day and uh, and Thanksgiving, whenever they announce the award, on some Tuesday, on some unanimous uh, t uh, Tuesday night in the middle of November, please, I'm begging you, or else I will go on the radio and I could care less, uh, and I could care less about what about about what goes on in the NFL. Okay, I will literally. 
put take time out of my show during the meet of the NFL season, go on here for twenty minutes and screaming yell about about it being a disgrace by Mike Trout getting getting the AL MVP. You're giving it to him enough times. Let somebody else have a chance and earn the award for a change. My gosh, Almighty! Got three teams that won over a hundred games. Okay, three. All three division winners won the American League or won uh, over 100 games. Please. Mike Trout ain't that valuable when his team's losing 89 games every year, losing 88, 89 games every year. And it's practically out of it come, uh, come, the fir- come August 1st. Please. He has to take some hits here. I mean, it's. I mean, since the Angels locked him up, he should be the first one marching to the GM. Cause I get, cause I cause I guarantee, if it was LeBron, if it was Brady, if it was Rod, whoever it might be, take your pick and name the player. I don't care. I guarantee they'd go up to the front office and say, "I want this, 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 and this for you to build me a winner." Cause I, I, I paid my part and I did, and I. Kept up the end of my bargain and my commitment. Now it's time for me. Now it's time for you all to keep the end up of your bargain. And I'm so sick of the trout pandering and, and the trout defenders. Please, he has to take some hits here for playing on a team that 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 def, by default loses 80, 80 plus games a year. He ain't he ain't that valuable to him. Trust me, he isn't. Don't sit up here and tell me, well, he is that valuable because he's the difference between the Angels losing 81 games and the Angels losing 91 games. So what? The whole are you? You proved my point for me. The whole point is that with with them or without them, the the Angels are a garbage baseball team. He the difference between the Angels losing 89 games and 95 games with or without Trout on the team is irrelevant and is utter nonsense. And I will go on here and scream and yell if Bregman or LeMahieu or any other player in the American League that isn't on that isn't either on the Rays, Yankees, Twins. Uh, Astros or A's, I will get on this radio and scream and yell if Mike Trout walks away with the MVP come mid-November. That is fact. You can you can write it down. You can mark the tape. September 29th, 2019. I will go on here. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes throws for 900 yards and 15 touchdown passes against the... Um, you know, against uh, who? Do, who does uh, the AFC West play in the? Uh, well, against the Green Bay Packers. Okay, I don't care. Bregman better have that MVP, or else, or else, me and a lot of other people are going to scream, and we're going to scream loud, and we're going to scream proud, and we're not going to stop screaming until something gets changed. Because then you should just stop calling it the MVP and give it American League best best player in the sport or American League best statistical or or American League best player, most outstanding player. 
and it just goes off as stats alone rather than because you can't sit up here and say valuable and then give it to a give it to a player that plays on a team that loses eighty something games a year. Leave it to Mike Trout to get me all sidetracked. And anyway, let's talk about the Astros. 106 wins. Picked up, um, what was his name? Picked up uh, Zach Grinke in the trade deadline. He had he hasn't proven in the postseason yet. Have to wait and see. But Astros are a pretty dangerous team heading into the 2019 MLB postseason. Pretty dangerous team. They got Verlander, who's the first bout Hall of Famer, who can pitch. It's going to be a pretty dangerous team. Pretty dangerous team. 106 wins. Well, you know, they kind of fell asleep at the wheel and got caught up in their own cockiness because of coming off of a World Series championship in 2017. But this is a team that's going to, this is a team that, that could blow uh you know, that could blow some people away. Oakland, 97 wins, made it to the one, I think they won about 97 wins last year. One uh, made it to the American League uh, wildcard game against the Yankees. They got absolutely blown out the building and was overwhelmed in the ball game at a Yankee Stadium. They're back in it. They don't play the Yankees, they play the Rays, so it should be a pretty even keel matchup. Looking forward to that game uh, later on in the week. But but no one expects with the Astros and the Yankees for the for the A's to get to get within a meter of reaching the World Series, you know. So that so their season their season is an accomplishment if they beat this wild card game. So, and then this is even still a team that can't win the division series. But no one isn't going to say boo. You know, because uh, because the because the A's lose to a division rival, Houston Astros, who they had played already twenty times in the season. But even then, that could work out to the Astros' advantage because you're getting another look at a team you've seen for like fifteen plus times already in the regular season, a team that you play within your division, and you can, and you can go in there and and essentially ambush the Astros. And all because all it takes is three wins, and you can simply put your nose to the grindstone and say, "Look, our job here is to knock out the team that that took that won the division and took the division from us, and our division rival. Our job basically here is to, even though we're in the postseason, quote unquote, competing for a championship, but our job here to make it a little more interesting is to place is to play is to be a playoff team and play spoiler within the playoffs and and uh, may and make Houston sweat a little bit. Same same goes for the same goes for the Nationals and same goes for the Brewers, but especially the Nationals. If they end up in a if they end up in a postseason if they beat the uh if they beat the Brewers and end up playing the Dodgers. Because if Milwaukee gets knocked out or or basically falls, because Milwaukee is the same team that went to all the way to Game 7 of the NLCS. So you can make the argument that if the, that if the Brewers either don't get back to, to the NLCS or the World Series, that their season, you can make the argument that their season is a failure. But with the Nationals, you obviously can't make that claim. 
Texas. No one cares about them. 78-84. Kiss them goodnight. Gave you my thoughts on the Angels. They stink. Seattle always, you know, they start out hot and then they just tread and fall flat. It's what they've been known for since 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 yours truly's been walking around this earth. Uh Atlanta, ninety-seven and sixty-four. They won their division. They take they took care of business there, going fifteen thirty-one at home, forty-seven thirty-three on the road. Nationals really shocked, shocked and surprised a lot of people. No one, nobody thought they were going to win ninety-three games without their best player on the team in Bryce Harper. But it turns out they went eight straight to close out the regular season, and they did. Mets, they they were the laughing stock of the sport, got hot in the second half of the season, but they're going to rue the day when Edwin Diaz blew all of those saves and all those leads back in May, June, July, and even parts of early August, not to mention the utter collapse that they had uh, in early September when they absolutely spit the bit against the Nationals and they blew a, and they blew a five-run lead to them, so... So, but the Mets, plus 500 season for them, which in in a weird way is always a good thing if you are a fan of the New York Metropolitans. Phillies, another underachieving season, 81-81, average 500, meh, record, record-wise on paper is better than it was last year. But it's a disappointment when you when you sign over $300 million dollars for Bryce Harper and he and he hits in the two sixties, which is which if you're getting paid over in the three hundred million dollar range is unacceptable. Okay, the team flat out urinated all over itself to put all their eggs in one basket with Jake Garrietta. He fell to mush. Hit Reese Hoskins can't hit a double Carrera. Carrera uh, can't hit. Team was an absolutely biggest. I say one of the biggest disappointments in a 2019 will be season, and everybody and their mother had them winning the division, and quite a few knuckleheads had them going as far as to the World Series. So we write off the uh, Phillies for 2019. Miami, nobody cares. Uh, St. Louis, they ended up getting the division. In game 162, taking care of business against the Chicago Cubs. Meanwhile, the Brewers they get the uh, they get the second wild card spot as they will travel to D.C. and play the Nationals later this week. St. Louis 91 and 71, Milwaukee 89 and 72. This has been this was a tightly contested division for the majority of the season. As the season got on, we saw who were the pretenders and who were the contenders. Walking St. Louis stayed through it throughout the very end. Chicago, as I as I segue on to them, 84-78. They were a disappointment, really, like the Red Sox up and down season. J- they paid Jason Hayward $180 million, can't hit. Schwarber, Schwarber is not uh, Lou Dobbs in the outfield. He stinks as an outfielder and uh, and and Anthony Rizzo, of course, he got hurt. So we write off the Cubs for two. The Angel Man's not coming back. So the Cubs have that to ponder on for the rest of the fall and the winter. And when they uh, start up in uh, February of 2020. Reds, 75-87. Uh, they were they were, you know half you know seventy five eighty seven which is okay but again Reds we were we all knew they weren't going to be in contention anyway, uh but there is Cincinnati Reds Pittsburgh Pirates sixty nine ninety three to kind of stay stayed with the pack a little bit until the Pirates do what they do best is choke and disappoint 
69-93, no Clint Hurdle coming back to manage the team in 2019. Go to the West, then we'll take a commercial break. Dodgers, 105-56, ran away with the division. The Dodgers test, of course, is can they make it back to, and once they do, win the World Series. Arizona, they tried the best, 85-77. They were competitive, having uh, having uh, having been a very competitive group in the... Uh, in the uh MO in the MLB last year, but they go eighty five and seventy seven. They went five straight to win the season. They are the finished for the two thousand and nineteen season. Giants did very Giants for the munch part of uh July looked like that they could make a push for that wild card for that second wild card spot. Looked very competitive, got hot, but it turned, but they fizzled out in the month of August. But they played just well enough and just good enough to get Bochy's historic win. As of course, this is his fine today. He managed his final game as MLB manager, as Major League Baseball manager. It looks like that it won't end pretty for Bochy and his crew as they will get absolutely railroaded. And steamrolled by the uh, matter of fact they did. They got steamrolled by the Dodgers, lost nine to nothing. But Bruce Bochy, three time World Series champion, had a nice career. Giants did their best to make sure that Bochy got his milestone win, and they sure got it for him. Rockies bit Rockies bit of a disappointment after making the wild card game last year. Uh, just, uh, just, or excuse me, the divisional round, the a, the NLDS, excuse me, of last year, real disappointment, 70 and 91. San Diego Padres, they're rebuilding. Eventually, they'll get there. Manny Machado had a good season, but 70 and 92, obviously, it's not good enough to make it in the National League. So that's basically where you stand with all 30 teams in Major League Baseball. It's a long segment, 33-plus minutes. But, hey, it was worth it for me to uh, break down every team and give you a little rundown of every team, top to bottom, in every division in both the American League and National League. Preview both uh, wild card games, starting with the National League wild card game, right after this. Welcome back to Metallic and TIA's podcast. Switching gears now as I preview both of the wild card games that will take place this week. I'll, of course, recap them and recap the the uh, early games of the uh, 2019 AL and National League Division Series in next episode, along with the recap in Week 4 of the NFL and, and back to the usual stuff. So first off, we'll do it the game that happens first on the uh, calendar, and that's the National League wildcard game. That is, going, that is between the Milwaukee Brewers out of the National League Central that lost the division by one game uh today um while meanwhile the meanwhile the uh cardinals absolutely steamrolled the cubs to to snatch up the division on the last day of the season they played the a washington nationals like i mentioned in the last segment overachieved Anthony Rendon had an MVP season. If you ask me, he's a national. He should deserve serious conversation for National League MVP. He and Bellinger. It really, it really should come down both to those two guys. 
You know, National League, they have a right to give MVP. They give MVP to a player that helps a team, you know, be successful. You know, this isn't the American League where we give the Mike Trout simply because he looks good and he's a nice guy and he and he leads the world in some asinine war stat. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, like, I, don't know, I will be so upset and be so uh, uh, irate if they give Mike Trout the MVP. You won't understand. But but the Nationals overachieving. Young guy Soto, he he honestly had had one of the seasons of his uh, not even not even Soto. How about Anthony Rendon? He very well had the season of his life because that because that brother on I mean let me let me just read let me just read you his stats right here. Anthony Rendon, I mean this guy, he hit three nineteen this season with thirty four home runs and one hundred twenty six RBIs with an OPS of of over a thousand and an on base percentage of eight fifty nine. You want to talk about a career year from from you want to talk about a career year? That is a career year. I mean, on in a contract, Bryce Harper. When your money's on the line, it's a contract year. That's how you perform. Three nineteen, hitting over thirty home runs and driving over over one hundred and fifteen in. Okay, you, you don't sit up here and spit the bit and stick up the joint and say, "Hey, where's my three hundred million dollars?" No, 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 no. Anthony Rendon proved and showed Harper how you play in a contract year. That is how you play. That is how a baseball player plays and performs when his money is on the line and he wants a pay raise. You go out there and you perform, you excel, and you have the year of your life. That is how you do it. And Anthony Rendon, who who is and especially the and especially depending on how deep the Nat, again Nationals never won a postseason series in their franchise's history, but and even if they win this wild card game, it still it still counts because that game because it's a game, it's not a series, so they have to practically pull off the upset of all upsets. Beat the Brewers and end up be, and end up somehow winning three games against the best team in the National League for the past three seasons in the Los Angeles Dodgers. But but if the but hey, any it's baseball, anything can happen. But if that were to happen, Anthony Rendon especially deserves. Here's what it comes down to: If the Nationals beat the Brewers and end up somehow, some way beating the Dodgers in in a five game NLDS, Rendon gets the MVP. So if these, so if the Dodgers and the Nationals face off, I'm saying not only does the winner of this advance to the next round and gets one step closer to the World Series, you also got to look at MVP because if because if the Dodgers win, you give the Bellinger. If the Nationals win, in my eyes, you give the Rendon because he has had a phenomenal, phenomenal season for them, along with Trey Turner hitting 295, 19 home runs, which isn't bad for for a, for a speedster guy like him. 57 RBIs, 35 stolen bases. He's, he, he's had a nice little season for the ball club. So has uh, practically Bryce Harper's replacement, the young 20-year-old kid Juan Soto, hitting 282 with 34 home runs and 110 RBIs and 12 stolen bases. This The Nationals have really, really, really done a great job overachieving and exceeding expectations. And when you have one of the best National League pitchers in the sport, Max Scherzer, who's 11-7 with a 2.92 ERA, that also means a lot and it speaks volumes as well. And keep in mind, the Nationals played a quite, a, quite a bunch of games in the month of August 
where Max Scherzer only pitched about one time since the All-Star break, and they still somehow, someway managed to grind out ball games. Meanwhile, the Milwaukee, meanwhile, the Milwaukee Brewers, who are coming off of a season where they came within an eyelash of playing for the uh, playing for the World Series, are now looking at a standpoint where they, where they did underachieve throughout the season, but they still was able to get themselves together to to the point where they put themselves in a situation, uh, needing to win one game to to have a NLCS rematch with the Los Angeles Dodgers in a best in a best of five series. So those two teams. You know, Brewers. They've uh, with the starting pitching. They've kind of, you know, they've kind of been a little. They, you know, they've been a little bit um, roller coaster, uh, inconsistent, so to speak. But but the Milwaukee Brewers and Annette, I mean, they have Yelich, who was out for the season, of course, with a with a bust up kneecap. Hit he hit three twenty nine, forty four homers, ninety seven RBIs, thirty stolen bases. I don't know. I mean, the I look at I mean, the Nationals are I mean, it still would not have count. It still technically doesn't count because it's one game, but the Nationals they're at home. They got Rendon who's had a career season. They got Soto there. They're going to give the ball to Scherzer most likely in the game. Honestly, honestly, the honestly if I th- I think it's the na- I think it's the national. I don't. I, well, now now when I say it's their time, I don't mean their time for them to win World Series, but I think I would not be surprised if they make a deep run. I would not be surprised, and they're going to give Scherzer the ball, who you know has to do whatever he can to get as deep to the ball game as possible, because in the past he's been known to throw himself off the mound. Hundred and uh, you know ninety something pitches in the sixth inning, and he th- or early in the seventh, and he throws himself off the mound. So he's got he has to go deep here for the Nationals because this is a win or go home situation. All right, just like just like the NCAA tournament, just like the college football playoff, just like the NFL playoffs. For this game, this game and this game only, it's win or go home, and tomorrow is not guaranteed for your season. So Scherzer has to f- dig deep. Fine, you know, fine, do it on guts, do it on grit, I don't care how he does it, but dig down deep, put up a Hall of Fame stellar performance Tuesday night, and have Anthony Rendon and Soto in the gang do what they do best, and that's not getting driving runs, and and we'll see where the Nationals are uh, come this come this weekend. That's that's the National League game, and I picked the Nationals to beat the Milwaukee Brewers in the 2019 National League Wild Card game come October 1st on Tuesday night. Take a break, American League game. I will talk about that right after this. Welcome back to Metallica TIA's podcast. Switching gears now to the American League Wild Card game. Rays and A's, both teams face up against each other. Charlie Morton will get the ball for the Rays. He's 16 and 6 with a 3.05 ERA, 240 strikeouts for the Rays. Meanwhile, the A's, their starter at the time of recording this, is yet to uh, come out. That game will be on ESPN. First pitch, 809. You know. In front of like twenty five thousand at Ricky Henderson Field at the Odako Coliseum, they are in the post. They are in the postseason. Uh, both teams are in the postseason. A's. This is the second time around. 
playing in the postseason back-to-back years. They, of course, like I mentioned, were overwhelmed and got beaten around all over the ballpark by the New York Yankees in last year's game. They, this time, they play the Rays, not the Yankees, and they are at home this time. We'll see if that plays uh, dividends in this game. Meanwhile, the Rays, after, like I previously mentioned, won, won about 91, 92 games last year. I think they went 1972, if my memory serves me correctly. and But ended up missing the postseason because of how highly competitive the American League was in 2018. Given the fact that the that the A's, the second the second uh, American League wildcard team, won 97 games. And the Yankees, who won over 100, ended up the other wildcard team. But this time, the Rays get lucky because the Red Sox underachieved and the... Uh, and they and they caught a couple breaks along the way, so they are in the 2019 uh, MLB uh, tournament in the month of October, and it should be an interesting game to see. Both of these, you know, A's are more of an offensive team. Rays kind of rely more on the starting pitching. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, and in and in the postseason, good pitching always stops good hitting. Uh, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the A's, how excuse me, how the Rays respond uh, in this ball game. You know, the A's have more of the offense with Simeon and Chris Davis and they, and everybody else. Rays, their offense, they are starting pitching has been a strong suit. That's been a strong point. Hope the guy that got that Kevin Cash doesn't overmanage and get involved with all the stupid analytic crap and end up ruining. Ruining what could be a uh, a nice win for the Rays. That's yet to be determined. If you ask me who I think is going to win this ball game, I honestly could. I mean, you can make reasons for both. The A's are the team that has the offense. The Rays are the team that has the pitching. Uh... Ah, wow, this game is just, you you can go out of the way. Uh, I'll pick the race. Good pitching stops good hitting, especially in the postseason. I'll pick the race. Uh... Right after that, I'll take, a, take another break, last break of the program, and I'll predict the entire postseason field. The entire field. And I'll give you who I think is going to be in the 2019 World Series right after this. Welcome back to I'm Tell Like a TIS podcast. Last bit of business before we get on out of here. It's time for my 2019 postseason predictions. Start first on the American League side of the bracket. A's and Rays. Talked about that last segment. Told you how things are going to win. It's going to be the, I have the Rays beating the A's. Moving on to the divisional series. Play the Houston Astros. I think the Astros will win. I think the Astros will win in four games. I have the Astros beating the Rays in four games. Advancing to the ALCS. Meanwhile, Twins and Yankees. Yankees have always had the Twins number in the postseason, especially since the turn of the especially since the turn of the new, new millennium. 
The Twins, they've had a nice season, but the Yankees are just are just a better team. They've always had the Yankees number in the, in the postseason. Always, always, always. And I think it's going to be the same narrative for you. A, a clean three-game sweep for the Bronx Bombers in the American League Division Series on that end of the bracket. I have a rematch of the 2017 ALCS. I have Astros, and I have the Yankees. Who would I have winning? I have the Yankees. Why? Because the Yankees came within an eyelash beating the Astros two years ago. I, they have that at the back of their mind. This this team is motivated. They are pissed off. They're sick of hearing about the Astros. They're sick and the, the, you know they're just, they're just sick of it. You know as and as as uh, Aaron Boone said, they're a bunch of savages. And there are a bunch of savages which I think when when the tough get going, the going gets tough. The Yankees will and Aaron Judge included will find a way to grind out at bats and will take the Astros to task. That's going to be a seven-game series, though, and I have the Yankees beating the Astros in seven games to advance to the MLB World Series. On the National League side of the bracket, I told you why having that game, Brewers and Brewers and uh, Nationals, I got the Nationals beating the Brewers at home. Dodgers and Nationals. Nationals still in their franchise's history has not won a postseason series, and as Sheik will continue on for another season, I have the National League's best Dodgers that are going to zoom past the Nationals in three games, going up, or excuse me, advancing to the National League Championship Series, where I think they will play the Atlanta Braves, who will take care of business in five games to the St. Louis Cardinals, and so I have the Final Four, Yankees and Astros, with the Yankees beating the Astros to win the American League pennant for them to appear in their first World Series in 10 years. And in the National League side, I have the Braves and the Dodgers rematch when these two teams went up against each other in the Divisional Series last year. I have the Dodgers beating the Braves in five games, and I have the and you old heads out there get ready for a little bit of throwback and some history. If you thought if you wanted more Dodgers and Yankees because three games wasn't enough back in mid uh, mid August, well just wait because in late October the 2019 MLB World Series presented by YouTube TV will take place between two of the most historic richest franchises and 150 year history of the sport between the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers. It will be a classic. It will be a a phenomenal, exciting, exhilarating seven-game series. I hope that this is the World Series that we end up getting. And I have the Dodgers finally, 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 third time's the charm, make it the three straight World Series, winning three straight National League pennants for the first time in over 30 years. I have the Dodgers being baseball's best team in, in the calendar year 2019. And that's how I have it. I will. Uh, I'm, uh, this. Uh, you know, I'll screen. Uh, a screenshot of my predictions of the of the bracket that I made will be up, will be uploaded to the show's Twitter page at i uh, be sh- at I'm like is at i t i at i t i l. You you get the idea. Just just go to go to my Twitter page at at the J Shield again. It's not. 
at the J underscore shield anymore. It's at the J shield. Go to that. You'll find in my bio that I tag that I tag the show in my bio. Just click it, and it'll take you right there. And the screen and the screenshot of my predictions will be up there and running for you. So I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the that of the Amatelic TIS podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you're new to the program, be sure to subscribe. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple iTunes, leave a five star review down below. Uh, share with your friends, family, and teammates and acquaintances, whoever it might be that enjoys listening to a little bit of sports talk. Uh, I'm your boy, Jai Shields. Enjoy the 2019 MLB postseason. I'll talk to you all next week to recap both the wildcard games, talk about the two division series that we'll get, or actually the four, two in each league, and I'll recap week four of the NFL in next week's episode. Have a good and blessed week, everybody. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.